I'm Erica. And I'm Jules. Most people have at least one thing that they can't or won't eat. Yeah, we're definitely like that. We started this podcast to talk about the gluten-free food industry. Like new products and some of the stories behind your favorite brands. And living life with a specialty diet and also some important healthcare topics. Since we're basically both broken inside. You had me at eat. Hello, welcome to another episode of You Had Me Eat. I'm Erica. The, the last one of 2023. Like the last one, period. This is it. We're done. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thanks so yeah. much. Two seasons <laughs> <It's been real. laughs> and we're out. Goodbye. You know, our whole goal was to get number one gluten-free podcast. We got it. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. No, we're done. Oh, we are, uh, pardon, pardon our dust, uh, our mental dust, our emotional dust. That's what I like to tell people. It's just, you know, man, I'm sure all of you are at this point with the holidays, but I am just like really over it. And Mm -hmm. I am an idiot and I am working the week between Christmas and New Year's should be an automatic holiday for literally everyone, even small businesses, even self-employed people. Everyone should have the whole week off. We should all have the whole week off. We shouldn't be responsible for anything this week. It should be a federally mandated law. Yeah. Yeah. Should be, but nope. In fact, I was literally just telling my family, I'm like, so, um, yeah, this weekend is going to look like every other weekend. I'll be working all weekend long. Mm-hmm. We're not doing anything, but mm-hmm. I'm working. That's that's what this weekend's going to look like. Yeah, yeah. I was um, I was walking with my friend today, and and she said, "So what? What are your New Year's plans?" I was like, uh, "Nothing." When's New Year's? Is my question. I'm like, <laughs> when is that? Some literally Christmas snuck up on me, and I was like, "It's December already," and it was like the twenty fourth of December. So yeah. Yeah, I am this, this, I don't know what happened, what happened this year. Just, and I, I don't want to say for me, it's like depression, although I will say that depression is a part of it, but like there are dishes piled up. Like, thankfully Matt has been so good. He went through a couple loads of dishes with me because I've been baking so much. It's just been disgusting everywhere. And we have a small ish kitchen and I'm just like, I don't want to touch the sink again. I don't want to touch my oven I don't want to do anything. And I know that that's like a lot of depression is like sitting in things. I mean, like, I know I should do this, but I'm not going to, because I just right. don't have the mental energy for it. And let me tell you, <laughs> because of this, I did not touch my sourdough over Christmas and until yesterday or two mm-hmm. days ago. I don't even know what day it is. It was untouched for three days. Was it on the counter or in the fridge? In the counter. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I physically can't muster up the energy just to pour out a hundred grams of water and a hundred grams of stuff and to do a discard. I couldn't even mentally do that physically. Yeah. I'm sure I could. Obviously I was playing games on the couch, but mentally you asked me one more thing and I was going to lose it. Like literally <laughs> lose it and have to like I stay understand. at a hotel. Just be like, mm-hmm. I'm gone. I'm staying at a hotel. No one can talk to me for another week. And yeah. so that's where I was at. And so to physically do one more thing, which would be to feed the sourdough, was too much. So therefore, all of my sourdough got moldy. Had never happened to me before. I had to throw it, it all out. moldy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It had never happened to me before. 
I started from scratch. Thankfully, I had enough discard in the fridge to refresh to make three new Jolene Jolene 2, 9 to 5 2, and Barbara Streis Doe 2. But it took so much (laughs) mental energy to muster up to know that I had failed my first set of sourdough (laughs) and then just do it all over again. And I'm just like, I... I'm done. And that's been my mental load and my mental capacity since before Christmas, since probably Christmas Eve. I'm done. Yeah. I'm checked out of life. Checked out. (laughs) I couldn't. I, I, um, I, I baked a ton and, and my, my father was here visiting, which was great, but I have not seen him since the summer. And Hmm. there's all these like food traditions that, you know, we're accustomed to at the holidays and, and it's really important to him to have a lot of these things back. And, <laughs> you know, I can make gluten-free puff pastry from scratch. Like I can make gluten-free yeah, croissant from England. scratch. I can't make effing jello. There's something about jello <laughs> and me that does not mix. And he wants his cranberry jello salad that his mom made my grandmother Mm -hmm, every year mm -hmm, for the holidays mm -hmm, mm -hmm. every year I make it it turns into soup I don't know what I'm doing wrong but once again I made the damn jello salad and once again we're lapping it up with spoons I don't understand Mm. it I I just and and I think I think the problem is it's one of those recipes that was written way back in the day when like Jello didn't come with sugar in it, and mm, it was a different mm. size package. And they wrote these recipes like use one package of Jello. What the heck does that mean? Like yeah. one package of Jello. Like today, you go to the store, they have multiple sizes. Back then, it was a different size yet than even the ones that they have at the store now, and they have you know sugar in them or sugar free. Mm. And I think back yeah. then it was literally just gelatin. Like I, I don't yeah. even know. I mean I can't wrap my head That's around. That's probably what like a Knox gelatin packet is probably, what she was doing. But and like, not like it jello, had a jello flavor to it or something. I don't understand. And she's like two packages of jello and and it has sugar in it already. And then you're supposed to add two more cups of sugar. And I'm like like, I can't wrap my head around that. Like, that's too much sugar. I'm going to die if I eat that. And then you're supposed to add two whole oranges. You put the whole orange with mm-hmm. the rind and all into a food processor, plus two cups of cranberries. That's a lot more moisture that you're adding to a jello recipe that already calls for four cups of liquid. And I'm like, this is not like mm-hmm. chemically sound. This is just not <laughs> happening. And it didn't happen. It never happens for me. And he just looks at me like, you're such a failure. <laughs> like, I, just, I can't even make jello for my father <laughs> when it comes to visit. I mean, it's so embarrassing. And anyway, so that was that was part of my Christmas. And so I was a little bit, my spirits were dampened to say the least. Mm-hmm. And then, but I made, I did have this one success where the week before I had made this big batch of homemade cinnamon rolls, which, you know, everyone loves those. So good. So good. Right. Like, and I had put half of them in the freezer. I'm like patting myself on the back. This is so great. I'm just going to whip these out on December 24th, put them in the fridge. And then the morning of Christmas, you know, I'll pull them out, stick them in the oven. I never do this. Right. It's 
all the time, every single Christmas morning, this is me rolling out the dough and like, it's not that hard. It, you know, but it's like, it, it, it's my thing. That's what I do every Christmas morning. I'm used to it. But I was like, this is the year, man. This is the year. Like when I get smart and I'm going to do it in advance. And, and they turned out so great. So great. I even went back and like added different notes in my recipe about how to make it in advance. Cause they're even better this year than I, they had ever been in before making them in advance. They were perfect. They were so good. And you know what my dad's comment was? I guess I'm not getting sticky buns. Yeah. That was his comment. I probably would have murdered him on the spot. Oh yeah. I'm like, like, I'm so sorry you're getting homemade cinnamon rolls and not cinnamon sticky buns. Like, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Aren't parents great? Aren't parents great yeah they're so lovely yeah, yeah. i know i can't wait till you get so to do sorry. this to your kids <laughs> i'm so Seriously. sorry yeah so anyway um yeah so yeah there was that but and then i had the classic three-day migraine that was awesome that was like saturday sunday Checks monday out. yeah all over the christmas yeah that was good but i did not break my collarbone on christmas day so i'm counting that as a win as long as you don't fall down a set of stairs, you're having a better Christmas than you've had in the past. <laughs> I know. Setting the bar super I low. So. I think so. So low. Limbo. So low, but so know? important. That's a yeah. very important bar, low as it is. Yeah. So anyway, I'm still just sort of like coming off that. Like I don't still don't feel great from having the migraine and just like ugh, so low energy and just ugh. And, you know, looking forward to working all weekend. So there's that. It's so okay. lovely. Um, it's it's um, it's just a great time of the year. You know, I don't, for some reason, this, I just, and maybe if I go back and listen to what happened last year, be like, oh, maybe I'm just never in the holiday spirit. But like, I feel like I have had zero holiday spirit this year at all. And my anxiety and depression has been so seasonal. It's just like Christmas <laughs> done. We're out. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just bad, bad. And it's been really nice. Like I've had some really great uh, times with um, like my girlfriends. We just went out to lunch today. Yeah. Um, and we had like this amazing sugar cookie decorating party with their kids. So freaking cute. I went to um, the Desert Botanical Garden here, one of my favorite oh, places, yeah. you know, has mm-hmm. the um, Noches de los Luminarias, which are like a luminary nights there where the whole paths are lighted with like real candle luminaries. And they have like um, different bands and recording artists and people there throughout the night. And then like Liberty Wildlife is there with owls, like just real random stuff. So and cool. um, it's a whole event and you can drink there and walk around with like, um, like I had a whiskey and apple cider. It was great. But they had um, a professional harp guild there and they oh, were doing fun. Christmas harp songs. And I'm like, I feel like this is the most in, like they did the Nutcracker, a Nutcracker song. And I'm like, this is the most in Christmas I've ever been. And it's after Christmas. Like, you know, like I didn't, I felt it. I felt the Christmas joy for like five minutes and I was like, okay, and now I'm done. That was awesome. Oh, that's cool. I had high hopes of doing stuff like that. Like there's a German Christmas village oh, downtown yes. in Baltimore. Yeah. I'm like, I want to go. And didn't make it. No, you're just baking. Well, just baking and no, cooking just in the kitchen the whole time. Yeah. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm glad I needed- you got to go. 
Um, yeah, I am very glad that I went because it was the only thing bringing me joy, but I made a turkey and it sucked and I was mad and it, I brined it for three days. What? I didn't, I couldn't tell if Matt was here laughing at me talking about brining the turkey, but I was like, I'm going to do this. It's super easy. I can handle this. I brine the turkey in like my big giant Le Creuset pots, but it's just like, I realize it's just like having a giant raw piece of poultry in my fridge sitting in a bath for like three days. And I'm just like, this is kind of gross. I don't think I want to do this again. And so by the time I actually got to like baking and cooking the turkey. And then by the time I got to cook to eat the turkey that I had cooked, I'm like, this kind of sucks. <laughs> it's just like, this is like, yeah. where's my Christmas spirit? Um, yeah. And that, that, that was just like, it just sucks the lifeblood out of me this year, this yeah. Christmas. It's Christmas ride. I'm so sorry. Well, I mean, I don't know. I there was so much joy for me in like having my dad here and like mm-hmm. getting to lay hands on him and having him here for several days. And we had so many just like nice moments of just being together and that was so great. So that sort of offset, you know, my baking woes, but ah, the jello. <sighs> The, the, the Jello is my freaking nemesis. It really is. It's my nemesis. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. All right. So pivot because I want to talk about New Year's. <laughs> Another holiday. I can't <laughs> Another wait. holiday. I know. But you know what? I want to talk about easy stuff because okay. we're all burned out. From all the baking and entertaining and disappointing people. (laughs) But um, I'm telling you, you got to make the cinnamon rolls and put them in the fridge. I know. It was just bang. I know. It's on my list. Okay. Um, So two things. And let's, I want to start off with like, because you know how I am about food traditions. This girl loves her food traditions. I love my food traditions. And there are hardly more food traditions than those surrounding New Year's. And it's fun because they're, you know, you can get all kinds of, you know, food and feel like, you know, you're you're doing something that's going to be good for your luck in the new year, Mm -hmm. right? Wink, wink, nod, nod. Can't wait yeah. to eat black eyed peas, right? Exactly. And most people are like, eh, black eyed peas. I have the best black eyed peas recipe. Black eyed peas. The reason why people eat black eyed peas is because they supposedly look like coins. Okay. They don't, but like, that's what. I've never say. understood any of this. I think it's all kind of just someone pulling your leg and it's just been legs have been pulled and for blur years. Thing. Okay. I know. Ooh, it kind of looks like well, a there's, coin. There's a there's another legend that um, there was some attack on Vicksburg, Mississippi during the Civil War, and they found a store of black eyed peas, which helped them out, outlast the attack, which gave them so it's good the luck. story of Hanukkah. So that's the story of Hanukkah. That's honestly <laughs> la- it was eight days, eight of, days black eyed peas of black eyed peas that were only supposed to last for one. <laughs> I would absolutely love it if we're just like we're going to start our annual tradition of eight days counting down to New Year's, and every day is another black eyed pea dish. The eight <laughs> Let's days of black do it. Peas. Let's do it. Instead no, of the 12 days of Christmas, we'll do the eight days of black eyed peas. <laughs> no, thanks. 
Okay. Well, anyway, this recipe you need to try. And it's Happen John. I call it Happen John Hush Puppies just because of the alliteration, but it's really more of like a crab cakey kind of a thing. They are so good. It's so good. And you could form them into hash puppies if you wanted to. Are they the made flavor, with crab or are you just like no, crab it looks cake like a crab texture? Cake. Okay. It looks like a crab cake. Um, but it's you can make them spicy or not spicy. Um, but basically it's kind of like a glorified black bean burger, but it's much more exciting than that. And because that so doesn't good. sound at all exciting. I know, but it looks no, but when you look at when you look at the ingredients, it kind of looks like that, but it's not. It's it's really, really yummy. It's on the website. And every time I make them, my whole family is like, why don't you make these more than just on New Year's? Really, really good. Hop and John Hush Puppies. And so you can get your little, you know, good luck black eyed peas in a way that, you know, everyone can tolerate. Now, is so Hop and John traditionally uh, like a cake or is it like a. No, Hop and John. Hop and John is just a way of preparing black eyed peas, um, which is a Southern thing. It's just called Hop and John. So if you go to, I have a um, New Year's food traditions post and there's a picture of just like a bowl with Hop and John in it. Um, okay. But I like to make it as the hush puppies or the, you know, the, the patties, which you can pan fry or put in the oven or the air fryer. So I'm assuming you do not put um, pork in yours or bacon. I do not, but obviously you could or failed turkey, you know, whatever you have on hand. Hmm. You do that. But no, I don't. I do not do that. But I like to spice it up with lots of chilies and things like that. But you don't oh, yeah. do that either. Um, but so that's one, the black eyed peas, obviously. People know all about that. And then the cabbage, which is supposed to look like folded money. And most people are like, ew, I don't like cabbage. This cabbage recipe that's on my site, I actually really like it because it has a little bit of sweetness from the balsamic vinegar and it's got sugar. And you just cook it down and steam it. And so it actually is pretty good. It's kind of almost like a can, a little bit of a candied um, cabbage that is good, like, on the side. No, thank so you. So it makes a really nice meal if you have the candied kind of cabbage with noodles. Noodles for long life. So that the long noodles symbolizes long do. life. I can do long so noodles. Pick any kind of gluten-free noodle, or you can make your own noodles. I have homemade gluten-free noodle recipes on my site, or you can find your own, you know, favorite gluten-free noodles. There's tons of them out there now. What's your favorite gluten-free pasta brand? Ooh, that is a rough one. Um, I always like Jovial Sister Band Bio Nature, mm-hmm. and there's also a, a newish one called Rumo that has a certified gluten-free mm-hmm. line. That's corn, that corn and rice. Corn mm-hmm. is always just such a sturdy noodle. Yeah. Um, doesn't fall apart on like rubbery. some rice noodles. Yeah. yeah. So I use Rumo um, that we use a lot of. And um, we do a lot of um, Lotus Foods rice noodles for because we have a lot mm-hmm. of stir fries. Yeah, we do too. And those are all um, long. I go to the Asian market to get my rice noodles, so... That doesn't really have a brand much that people are recognizing. No, I just, I really like supporting Lotus Foods. They're a great brand. Mm-hmm. They're doing this new like regenerative rice, which is pretty rad. Uh, it's very expensive, but um, I don't know. I just like supporting them as a brand mm-hmm. and they have great pad thai noodles. 
Um, yep. And then great, uh, obviously, ramen type of noodles. So, uh, mm-hmm. well, and also, you know, if you really want to go for good health, you can use like the shirataki noodles too. No. Ones that are made from like, I sure don't. Or whatever. I sure <laughs> don't want to do that. Shirataki, not. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's an option that people should know about. You don't have to do it. Um, so then the other thing is, and this is more for like Chinese New Year, but a lot of people do this anyway for the lunar, I mean, for the calendar New Year, which is to make um, Chinese dumplings. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, but you can't do that gluten-free. And you absolutely can. Sure can. Sure can. And it's not hard to do. Uh, I have a recipe for homemade gluten-free wonton wrappers on my site, and you can use that to make crab rangoon or dumplings or pot stickers or egg rolls, like anything you want to. And the, the wonton wrapper recipe is super easy. And I have recipes for all of those other uh, recipes on my site too. And the, the dumplings are so good. And it's such a fun thing to do. If you do have like people over and you're going to have, you know, a party or whatever, like make all of the stuff in advance and have people fill the dumplings, you know, themselves and boil them or pan fry them or whatever. That's really fun. So um, that's another thing that people like to do. And the whole thing about the dumpling is it looks supposed to look like a money pouch coin purse and it kind of it kind of does look like a coin purse or a money pouch so um you know all of those things are supposed to bring you good luck and prosperity and long life and all of those things in the new year so why wouldn't you want to eat them on you know new year's right 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 <laughs> yeah none of those sounded appealing to me okay come on what about the dumplings you maybe do dumplings i've never made them myself I've okay, always well, just bought you and you and Matt dumplings. You and Matt would have a good time making those. They're we easy. Can do that. You can do that. Yeah, yeah. And then you can fill it with whatever you want. I have a, a vegetarian filling recipe on my site, but you can fill it with whatever you want. It's really yummy. Um, okay, how about this recipe? I have a recipe for no bake rum balls. And how about just no baking rum. and rum? How <laughs> and about rum. just no baking a bottle of rum? And a bottle of rum. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Yo, ho, ho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could totally do that. I love rum but, balls. Oh, my God. Matt uh, rum loves so rum balls. We made mm-hmm. a ton one year. And I'm like, these are so good. Why don't we make this every holiday? Mm-hmm. And I think we just have all these requests for other things that it's like we never mm-hmm. get to making them. So good, though. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm totally making them this weekend because I love them. And I, I literally, I bought um, gluten-free Rice Krispie cereal like two months ago with this recipe in mind. Like I will be making these for New Year's. So even if I'm the only one sitting around popping the rum balls all weekend, Seriously. Here, I'm, I'm making them. Now um, do those bring good luck and prosperity? Because that I can no, do. No, they bring, they bring fat thighs and uh, hangover. I, I really want to eat bring them. A hangover. <laughs> yeah. But they're super easy. And again, no bake, just a one bowl recipe. It's really fun and easy. And you can, um, you know, roll them in sprinkles or confectioner sugar or chocolate or like on my, on my recipe, I even have a recipe where you can roll them in um, chocolate protein powder. If you want to like feel a little bit better about yourself, you can do that no. too. <laughs> no, that's there's a hard a pass. Zero food shaming in my household. <laughs> if we're going to make rum balls, we're going to make rum balls. Exactly. Um, but, but I think the biggest thing that is a part of that is rum. Rum, mm-hmm. which everyone knows is gluten-free, but what everyone doesn't know 
I don't, I mean, there's just so much misinformation still out there, but what everyone doesn't know is that other distilled alcohols are gluten-free. And so before you go to your new year's party, you should understand what is and what isn't gluten-free and what know what your options are. And it's yes. not just rum, right? Well, first you need to know your designated driver, and okay. make sure it up. if First you're driving, you have to have a designated driver. Gotta get a designated driver because we don't want you drinking rum balls and <laughs> driving. <laughs> um, yeah. That what first. Erica said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's nice is we're not leaving our house. So we we're can just. Either. Yeah. Pop, how pop fun. as many rum balls as we want. <laughs> so many rum balls. Um, yeah, I, I am always surprised too, especially because this time of year I make my um, bourbon pecan chocolate chip cookies that I made for Christmas. Mm. They're so freaking good. And everyone's like, bourbon. I'm in my care package. Yeah. Girl, you're going to get them. I went through all my sourdough, all my bourbon pecan cookies. Ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Fine, fine, fine. Sorry. Um, but yeah, everyone's always like, are you sure you can have those? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I'm sure. And I cannot tell you how many fights I get into this time of year. It's my least favorite time of the year to talk about it because people are so set in these old fashioned thoughts and ideas about what's gluten free when it comes to liquor. Mm -hmm. And therefore they like to fight about it on the internet. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I know back down from a fight because I'm like, have you been to a distillery? And they're like, no, but, and I'm like, "Mm, well, celiac.com doesn't know anything. So thanks so much. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I mean, we don't back down from this because facts. I mean, yeah. And I also like, I hate the fact that there's people out there who are just like not enjoying what they enjoyed before and they can safely do it. You guys like, you make whatever choice you want to do. We will never judge you for your choices, but we want you to have the facts. I will. And Jules won't. <laughs> I will not judge you. Erica's yeah. the most judgmental person ever. Ever. No. Um, you just have to have the facts. That's all. And distilled alcohol is distilled, which means that gluten does not pass through the still. It just can't physically do it. I have a graphic on my website on my gluten-free alcohol post, Mm -hmm. which I laugh every time I look at my analytics. I mean, I've got over 500 recipes on my website and my uh, article on gluten-free alcohol is always one of the most popular posts on my entire website. It cracks me up every time I see it, but it's because I think there's just so much misinformation and people just don't know. They don't understand. And I'm glad people go to it for, for information. They want to know what the facts are. Um, but it's not just distilled alcohol. You know, there are other things that can trip you up. There's all kinds of malted beverages, which are not gluten-free. That Um, I think that honestly is the biggest thing. So, yeah. So I was trying to pull up all my, pictures and I don't know why I didn't have them pulled up probably because I wasn't thinking about it. Um, I'm going through some data loss on my computers. So I'm trying to like find all these <laughs> yeah. things yeah. from 2015, 2016 that I can share. And I'm missing a bunch of photos. And some of those photos are from the distillery in Kentucky that I went to. So I can actually show you what is uh, still look like, like a real still from what this is. And here's a distillery tour of where I went to Jim Beam um, and all these places. So that way, when people are like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'll walk you through it. That has been a battle for forever. People always fight about that. And then you talk about distillation. They're like, oh, okay, cool. What I think 
nowadays, because that was a hot topic back when Jules right. and I freaking first started, and it has been, the newest, hottest topic is what Jules just talked about, which is malted beverages. Because mm-hmm. with the craze of White Claw, with the craze of all these these beverages that are like for for the youth, right? Mm-hmm. It's like when we were kids, we had wine spritzers. Nobody right. drinks that shit anymore because Bartles they're and gross. James and stuff. Now yeah. that was all made. Wine spritzers were made with malt, so we knew right. and we told people don't drink wine spritzers. Well, kids these right. days have no idea what the hell a wine spritzer is, and nor right. would they if they were handed one in a club or a bar. But stuff like. White Claw or High Noon or all these seltzers, we've been told, oh, don't worry, seltzers are gluten-free. It's just the fermented sugar that brings the alcohol. Well, that's true to a point. I go to a liquor store by me just to look at what's new right. to see all the nonsense that they're putting malted stuff in. And it's right. in everything. Yeah, All the new seltzers or all the new canned beverages are all malted stuff. And it's such a bummer because some Mm -hmm. of these things look super fun, but like Mm -hmm. it's so hard when something new comes to market and like Minute Maid, when Minute Maid came out with theirs, every, all the celiac people are going like, I don't know, no one from Minute Maid will get back to me. It's not on the package. Like eventually they said like, Yes, I think it was. I still don't know what the answer was to that. But when something new comes out and it becomes super popular, like on TikTok or Facebook or ads on Instagram, we don't know. We have no idea mm-hmm. if it's gluten-free mm-hmm. or not, unless it literally says on the package, either gluten-free right. or made with malted, whatever. Like it's just right. so frustrating. And I think that's the biggest trip up now, as opposed to things like liquor back in you know, a couple, even a couple of years ago, that was the biggest thing. But now it's these canned beverages or seltzers or something. Right. And, and even when you're talking about the ones that say stuff on their packaging, that's also still super frustrating because these brands don't understand necessarily what they're saying. So like, I'm trying to find the one I wanted to tell you about. Um, So there's a brand called Fisher's Island Lemonade. Delicious. Um, and Is it just a lemonade? Time, no. So every time I see it, it frustrates me because of their labeling. Because it's like they just don't get it. I have – several years ago, they sent me product. And I went back and forth with them about, is this gluten-free? Is this not gluten-free? Like, you know, what is in it? You know, all these things. It is vodka and whiskey spiked lemonade. Okay. Okay. No malt, nothing. Um, but this is what they say that this is a quote because Fisher's Island lemonade is made with vodka and whiskey. The whiskey is made with malted barley and rye, which in its original form contains gluten. And then, and then they say it is gluten removed. So they oh, say no. on their package oh, that their yikes. that their product is gluten removed. And I'm like, no, 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 no. it's not gluten removed. You guys don't understand. It is distilled because it's whiskey and vodka. It's distilled. It's not gluten removed. Like, I mean, technically, I guess it kind of is, but you're saying the wrong nomenclature. Like yeah. you're confusing the hell out of everyone because 
here we are trying to explain the difference between gluten, naturally gluten-free beer and gluten-removed mm-hmm. beer, which is not safe for people with celiac disease. And your beverage is safe because it's distilled. And you just put the words gluten-removed on your product. And, and it's like blowing my mind. So anyway, Fisher's Island Lemonade is safe. And they're making it look like it's not safe because they're covering their asses so far oh, yeah. wide that it is ridiculous. Once and upon so, a time, whiskey yeah. was barley. It's like, yes, I get it. <laughs> yeah. But it was distilled. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So it's the I mean, vapor. It's very, very, very <laughs> yeah. confusing. Um, yeah. So, you know, you've got like so many different layers of confusion out there. Um, and and I, I try to explain it all on this on, on my alcohol post. You can see, you can see that on there, but anyway, so this other company just sent me some stuff. So wild. Um, and the, the safest bet really for these things, um, is just to look at their, what they say on the packaging because, um, and on their website because. And technically they don't have to have ingredients on it because it's not ruled by the FDA. FDA. Well, if it's a beer, like then it falls under the TTB, and so they don't. So anyway, it's it's that's also very very confusing. Dumb. Yes, but anyway, so this company, Super Fruit Hard Seltzer, has some interesting flavors. It's Willie's Super Brew. I haven't tried it yet, but um, anyway, it's it's gluten free and um, really looks kind of cool, but. You know, again, alcohol from sugar. And that's the important thing. You know, when you note that the alcohol is from sugar, that makes it akin to rum, right? So Mm -hmm. it's gluten-free. So many of these seltzers are thankfully from sugar. One of my favorites, Bender Spiked, just from sugar. And I think if you don't understand the science behind alcohol, it's really difficult to understand. Like, you're like, what are you talking about? The alcohol is from sugar. You know? Like, so I think it's just a really difficult... God bless you. Thank you. It's a difficult concept to wrap your head around if you're mm-hmm. not super familiar with how alcohol is made. And honestly, I didn't know until mm-hmm. I got into this and like saw how alcohol is made in person that I really get it. Um, so now that I know that, I'm like, oh, this is because it's just sugar or fruit right. or whatever you're fermenting um, right. versus adding in a malted barley to that's where your alcohol right. is from. This one, I'm just looking at this Willie's Super Brew again. This one's um, ginger lemon turmeric. Sounds really good. That sounds right <laughs> up your alley. I know. But like right there on the package, it says, you know, gluten-free. Yeah. So, you know, very helpful. And we thank you for your service <laughs> by putting that on there. And then I even have like a picture on my website of um, Captain Morgan's, for example, says gluten-free right on the bottle. But you're not going to find that. On a because lot they of don't these have to. Because alcohols, they, they don't, don't have, have to. to. That doesn't mean that it's not gluten free. Yes. Oh, I see so many posts online still that yeah. are like, um, well, this is this alcohol is not labored gluten free. Like just straight up like on a can of uh or a thing of vodka. Well, this vodka is not labeled gluten-free, so it's not. And I'm like, mm, I think you're confusing alcohol with food which is very different. And still, even if it's not labeled gluten-free, it could potentially be gluten-free. Yeah. It's like right. you are, you are, you are putting this all together and, and lim- really limiting yourself on things that you don't have to be limited on. Right. Right. 
You can well, and that. then <laughs> and we alluded to it a minute ago, but um, I think it's worth touching on too. Again, the difference between naturally gluten-free beer and gluten removed right. beer. There is a big difference there because the gluten removed beer is made from barley, which contains gluten and it's still in there. It's just, they've added brewer's Clarex to which it, is an which, enzyme. Breaks, which is an enzyme and it just breaks down the gluten. The gluten's still in there in pieces. And so the question is, does a celiac's mm-hmm. body recognize those pieces? pieces? And there have been studies, actually one that was um, in part done through um, gluten intolerance intolerance group group that said, yeah, Mm -hmm. in fact, um, celiacs do react to those beers. Mm -hmm. And so any expert out there, medical expert out there who understands what's going on and has has weighed in on this has said, do not drink gluten removed beers if you have celiac disease. So it's important to understand the difference between those. And by law, gluten-removed beers in the United States are not allowed to say gluten-free. When they mm-hmm. were first imported and first came to market, they did label them gluten-free, but they're no longer labeled to be glute- able to be labeled gluten-free anymore. They're regulated by the TTB and their regulations are different, but they now have to say crafted to remove gluten mm-hmm. or whatever. But, you know, you'll see things like omission, for example, will say, you know, we test everything to five parts per million or whatever. Well, the point there that's so... I don't want to say it's disingenuous because I don't think that the people they're not testing the right thing. They're not testing yeah. the right thing. Period. They're right. testing and the, for the, well, the test protein work. strands, right? Exactly. Not broken protein right. strands because right. they use the enzyme to break down the protein strands. It's very right. complicated. But what you need to know is trust trust naturally gluten free beers that are made with things like sorghum right. or millet or right and right. Distillation and is a different scientific yes. process yes. Yes. than adding in an enzyme to remove it. Right. There, you just totally have to understand different. the science and then you'll totally, finally totally be like, ah, the light is on inside my head. I got it. I can move forward with choosing the right alcohol for me. But if you're handed a drink at a party and you don't know what it is or like, specifically the maker they're like oh it's a hard seltzer it's like hey that's Mm -hmm. great can i see the can can i see the whatever first of all you should not be taking a drink from (laughs) anyone at a party (laughs) this is your mom talking for other reasons if you did not open the drink yourself do not take the drink but if you get something like canned mocktails oh my god the mocktail world is rife with all gluten, <laughs> all of it. If you have yeah. any rum or any whiskey that is a non-alcoholic mocktail version, believe me, I worked at a mocktail bar. They all have gluten in them and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Ritual is the only one that does not. Ritual is zero proof. But again, like you oh, don't know like, if nope, you doesn't. have doesn't. that brand. So if someone's like, mm-hmm. it's a seltzer. What's the brand? Where is the label? Where is the box that it came in? Right. I need to know or else I'm not going to be able to drink it. Like, right. be smart. Make smart decisions. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like food, people. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't eat a, a, you know, a cookie that someone handed you without looking at the ingredients or the packaging yeah. or knowing where it came from. So, yeah. um, but by the same token, there are a lot more options out there than a lot of people think for being gluten-free yeah. and don't feel you know, like you're so limited and all you can drink is wine or, you know, whatever. Or vodka. These poor people, they're like, 
all I drink is vodka. I'm like, oh my God, that sucks. I hate vodka. Why are you doing this to yourself? Like, well, I don't know. And this rum is flavored. I'm like, yeah, but have you been on the brand's website or something? It's just like, there's so many people out there that are trying to make your life so small when it doesn't have to be now. It doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you could have more options at a party. You could, you know, bake with those things. Like I, you know, I put bourbon in my pumpkin pie. Like I think it adds a lot of flavoring there, you know? So there's, there's lots of different things that you can do when you know what your options are and what's, Hmm. what's available. I will make a note drinker always just always make sure that they're not putting weird stuff in anything. Yeah. Always. They've got so many weird flavors and things that they do, like mashups and weird concoctions and alcohol nowadays. It's not just like rum. It's like rum with whipped cream flavor and whatever. And you're just like, what? Cookies and cream. Why? What are you doing? You know? So like, just go to the brand's website, call Mm -hmm. the brand. Like that stuff is online available to us. Mm -hmm. Make good decisions. And maybe just, I don't know, don't drink shitty alcohol. I'm sure this, come on guys. If you're 20, go ahead and make bad decisions, but we're all adults here. Let's make better choices. Right. Make better cocktails. Make better cocktails, (laughs) guys. Just make better cocktails. Make 2024 be the year of better cocktails. (laughs) And also too, please note, there are so many cocktails nowadays being made with dairy and eggs. If you are truly allergic to those things, dude, you better watch it with cocktails. Nowadays, they're putting um, egg. So any sour drink that they have bubbles, or if you see bubbles in any cocktail that is made with an egg foam, um, there's dairy that is hidden in a ton of cocktail flavorings. If you have more things going on than just gluten, a huge mistake that you can make is just thinking that it's just a cocktail. There are so many Mm -hmm. things nowadays that they can put in there. I mean, I was drinking like two or three whiskey sours and I'm like, these are so good. And Matt's like, you're pretty brave. And I'm like, why? And he goes, it's egg in there. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's a whiskey sour. He's like, have you never had a whiskey sour? That foam up top, that's all just shaking egg. And I'm like, it was a mistake. I'm and yeah. Yeah. Big mistake. That is right. And it was a mistake for him to tell you after you had had two. I mean, he thought it was, he's like, well, you are brave lady. And I'm like, geez. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> they are so good though. They're so tasty. I bet. Yeah. It's I the bet. egg it makes it tasty. It's the egg. <laughs> it's the egg. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Always uh, just, just be aware. Um, I think it's one of those things that we don't really think about for the holidays and it's just kind of like, Oh, it's, it'll just be there and someone will make a drink or I'll order it at a bar. You know, I think that that more thought probably needs to be put into what you're consuming as well. Yeah. 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 I don't think bartenders are like the top of the allergen you know, food chain in terms of awareness. So no, no. Um, <laughs> thankfully a lot of like the nice restaurants that have a, a cocktail list, they'll actually have, uh, people that understand food allergies versus like going to a bar, but again, make smart decisions, especially when it comes to new year's. There's so many bad decisions you can make on new year's. Don't let, <laughs> don't add this to it. Don't add to it, man. Yeah. Well, on that note, um, 
I hope that you have a very happy New Year's, Erica. And whether you choose to have any good luck foods or not, that's on you. But it is. You know, it's on me. That's probably why this year has been shit. It's because I do right. have my You didn't eat your black eyed peas. <laughs> or cabbage. You eat the cabbage or black eyed peas. Yeah. Yeah. That's when this is the time of year when you go to the grocery store and all the cabbage is sold out. And you wonder why. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to run on kimchi, everyone. Yeah, um, for sure. So, gross. Uh, I will not be doing any of that, but thank you very much for the suggestion. Um, I hope you have an amazing New Year's, Jules, and we'll be back in 2024. And we'll see you then. Until then, have a happy and safe New Year's, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to You Had Me Eat, the number one voted gluten-free podcast in the country. Remember to like and subscribe, tell all your friends, and we'll talk to you next time.